You join us now live for the Fetch Everyone podcast. Please don't say f*** or f***. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and people who are staying at home doing none of those things. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Everything is free for everyone to use. If you like it, support the site. If you don't like it, clear off. Pretty much. I <laughs> can't say fairer than that. Yeah. Um, visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments, questions, <laughs> and suggestions. This is episode 61. That's a prime number. Saints be praised. Anyway, hello, Katie. How are you and where are you, more importantly? I'm here. Yes. And um, I have recently returned from a trip to Tesco's and um, I have realised that it really is true that people don't get what social distancing is and they really can't follow simple instructions and it's yeah yeah I get it now I get why we might just have to stop doing everything outside because some people can't follow simple instructions yeah so I really I used my um, great British silent glare um, at the at the backs of people, oh, I, I bet, <laughs> not to their faces. I obviously. bet it burned, burned like I a hope it did like burn. a hot stick. I, I hope it did burn. One lady, because I was standing next to the shelf, she wanted she kind of crept in. Like it, it wasn't really that she was close I'm to me because really she was within two meters. Yeah, because she was making herself really small, like a mouse. But she was still three millimeters from me. She got full glare. Yeah, at her back. As she walked away from me, it reminds you've just reminded me of um, a story that my dad enjoys telling about uh, one time he was out driving and he came to this little roundabout, um, and the the lady in the car opposite him just sort of did this gesticulation to say, "I'm going over there," right. Um, completely disobeying the rules of roundabouts, right, right. which would she, if she'd have just gone round the roundabout. For enough time, she would have, she could have gone over there. Yeah. Anyway, but she just sort of went, I'm going over there. Yeah. As if like, if you do it in, in such yeah. a obvious manner, then it's fine and yeah. it won't cause any problems Absolutely. for anyone else. Yeah. Exactly that. It was, it was just like that. So I, as I went through the shop, I gradually got, um, less and less British about it. And at one point, I even said the words, oh, for goodness sakes, to someone. How terribly had... un-British have you been? I know. Me? Oh no, I'm ashamed of myself. But yeah, it was it was quite it was quite an eye opener. Um, and I I I must admit that when I've seen people moaning about taking children to the shops, I've sort of thought, oh come on, let, you know, some people have got to take their children to the shops. Of course well, they, they do. have. Yeah. And and but and that's absolutely fine. But the people that I saw with children, I was just thought thinking, your children are just wandering free around the shop, you know. And they weren't little children. I'm not talking about three and four year olds. I'm talking about 12, 13 year olds, 14 year olds, who were just kind of wandering around as well. And when you're trying to socially distance, if there's people that are doing that, it's quite difficult, quite stressful. Yeah. So every, every child under the age of 35 should be strapped <laughs> into those little seats on the trolleys. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, I'm anyway, not... that's my rant over. There might be more because I keep saying to Ian, I've let it go now. I've let it go. I've let the whole thing go. And then <laughs> three yeah, he... minutes later, I'm going, and then there was this other thing that happened. Yes. It's, you join us at a critical moment, <laughs> Fetchies. But um, yeah, like when you're out running and, and you get someone come the other way, yeah. that's fine because you can both sort of get over to the extremes of whatever path it is that you're on. And that's all okay. And then a third person comes along and you're all sort of trying to continually optimise that distance and it, it starts to get confusing. But by and large, I think all the people I've met while I've been out and out, out, out and out. Out and out. Out and out running. Um, they've all been taking it in pretty good humour. Um, yes, definitely. There was one lady today who I ran past and I, I couldn't have been any closer than four metres, five metres perhaps. Yeah. I was in the middle of the road yeah. She was on the pavement, middle of the road pavement. Yes. And when I went past her, she actually turned and put her face into a hedge rather than, yeah, like, look straight forward. So, 
I sort of, I've got more, now I've, now I've been to Tesco's and I've had that ex- traumatic experience. I now have more understanding of that kind of yeah. behaviour, I think. The anxiety that I felt when the late, and I did the self-scanning thing for the first time, which I absolutely loved. Um, but when I got to the self-scanning area, I was flagged as someone who needed to be checked. I think they just randomly yeah, do them every so often. No, I <laughs> Well, obviously, very dodgy. Um, and um, and so I just felt this kind of overwhelming sort of sudden thought, oh, that's it, that's the last run. I'm just going to run, leave all my shopping that I've just done <laughs> run away. Just, I get because this is the last thing I can do. And, and the lady came over and I just kind of said, are you going to check everything? Like that. And she, she obviously understood. And uh, she was like, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Just a few things. And she checked, I don't know, like 10 or 15 things, I think. Yeah, um, just to make sure you didn't have like a, a whole layer of crack <laughs> cocaine, like Tesco value crack cocaine <laughs> at the bottom of one of your bags that you were trying to get out of there. Yeah. Pain. But anyway, I have recovered. I'm going to let it go now. If it comes back later in the podcast, I apologise. Well, we'll be hearing more about that later on, Fetchy. Yes. So anyway, how's your how's your other stuff going? You're running and you're... you're How's this swimming going, Katie? Oh, well, I wondered if anyone on the site who listens to this podcast knows of anyone who has actually done this thing that I've been seeing around the swimming communities, which is great big, but not like a proper swimming pool, like a like a really big paddling pool mm-hmm. and then a bungee cord attached to them. And they're actually... I mean, I don't know if this is real. This is a real thing. If anyone out there on Fetchland is, has got so desperate about swimming that they've done this, I'd like to hear from them, please. But um, no, strangely enough, I'm not swimming. I, I saw Nellas had posted. Um, there was one of Nellas is a big rower, and um, one of his rowing compadres had they had a skateboard, mm-hmm. uh, two bungee cords, and they yeah. fashioned their own rowing machine at home. <laughs> That sounds like, dangerous. Attached to like the clothesline or something, so they were like p- yeah. tugging away. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Two bungee cords. I mean, that does sound like a recipe for a paddle in the face. Yeah, it 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 looked pretty good actually, but it was just a very limited. Please tell me they were real paddles, like proper oars attached to the bungee cords. No, you mentalist. <laughs> oh. It's a rowing machine. You don't you don't have an actual paddle oh, when you use a rowing machine. That's such a shame. That would have been really Heath Robinson though, wouldn't it? With two actual oars yeah. and bungee cords. Well, a we've got lots of, of time on our cords. hands, so we can yeah. try and construct something in the garden for you. That's true. We just need a massive I uh, don't actually pool. like... Oh, okay, yeah, the paddling pool. Well, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I've done my three runs and uh, about three miles each time and run walking in varying, varying, varying. varying degrees um, and with varying degrees of back irritation, really. But uh, I felt like I was channeling Beanie today and I'm, I don't know if this is a correct way of channeling Beanie, but I was running and I was swearing at my back in my head, not out loud. And I was just saying, F you back, F you, I'm not taking any notice of you anymore. I'm just going to damn well run now. If Beanie doesn't approve, then Fleecy would approve. I know that much, but uh, whatever it takes. Um, yeah, yeah, I just thought, no, I'm sick of this. I've had it. So I did my today. I was very much kind of, that was my, that was my feeling today. Sometimes I'm a bit more kind of, oh, sorry, back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But today I was just like, no, F you, back. Yeah. I'm doing it. And you can just come along and you can shut up, actually. Yeah, quiet at the back. Yeah. Sort of thing. Kind of really. Um, so I've done that. Um, as you can probably hear, I am starting to lose the plot somewhat. Um, and I've done my some form of core or stretch or foam roller every day. I think I've done about four or five actual formal yogas and I've made it up to day five of um, yoga with Adrian home. And so I'm pretty pleased actually. Yeah. I'm looking considered. at your training log and you've got a pretty full itinerary of yoga mm. um, and three runs in the last seven days, three runs in the seven days before that, two runs in the seven days before that and two runs in the seven days before that. But that was back in the day when you could go swimming. So that was 
So you've yeah. got two weeks in a row where you've done three. So I'm pleased. That's yeah. a, a definitely a step up from where you were. And yeah. Long may that continue. Yeah. And keeps faring that back. Mm. So um, how about you? What have you been doing? Well, I also did quite a lot of swearing, um, but that's not a, an irregular thing for me. Um, so I did my three runs and I got It's a, not an irregular thing. Yeah, it's a regular thing so for me. So it's a regular thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, I forgot to simplify my equation there mm-hmm. before spitting it out. Show you're working. <laughs> exactly. Something's working. I'm not sure what it is. Um, so I did one with the dog, um, and he's getting better. I went out with him as well this morning, and he's not quite so tuggy at the start of the run now because he knows that we're going to do three miles and he'd better learn to pace himself. So I think he's just got a little bit better at the pacing in yeah. the early mile. Okay. Um, but he was, he was definitely pretty tired when I dropped him off. Um, and I went back out to do a little bit more today. But anyway, last week, so I did one with him. I did another one, a six and a half mile one where I tried to just get out of my normal routes, just try and avoid a few more people. Um, and then on Saturday, I did my 7.7 mile loop. Uh, we call it the Danish camp loop or the Wellington loop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I set out with the intention of trying to go faster than I'd gone at it before. So my previous time was average of something like 9.04 per mile. Um, and that's not, that's not like going at it speed. That's kind of, that's a fairly sort of middle of the road. So I went with sort of 8.45s and tried to do that. But I got about two miles in and um, my guts started going, evacuate, dump the core, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and I, so I got really annoyed about that. So there was quite a lot of swearing. Um, and so the next 5.7 miles were all about fighting the contractions really while my butt cheeks tried to do self-isolating on each other. Um, Your butt cheeks tried to self-isolate yeah, they on were, each other. Yeah, they didn't want to be together. They didn't want to be together. I no. thought you'd want your butt cheeks to be Well, together. I certainly wanted them to be. Okay. They had other ideas. Um, we didn't hold up the brown triangle at this point. We should have done. <laughs> we should have done. So it was, it was a lot of uncomfortableness, a lot of swearing, a lot of clenched teeth. Um, yeah. A lot of clenching generally. Um, but... All good. All good in the end. I managed to get home just about in time. <laughs> and... Um, uh, yeah, I took about two minutes off my time, so I, I came back with an. Eight, <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah, I came back with an eight forty six average, but I think I can I can trim that down again, assuming I don't have the same issues next time because mm. I felt other than that I felt pretty comfortable. But isn't that the thing though? When you get something yeah. like you really need a wee or you need a yeah. poo or you so, something, yeah. it masks every other feeling that you have, like <laughs> what. Laughing, I don't know. It just suddenly <laughs> came into my head that you know maybe. <laughs> if you're worried about coronavirus, try not having a poo for a while. <laughs> That'll soon deflect your interest. What made me laugh was this idea that you know my back's hurting when I'm running, and maybe I'm actually running on a broken ankle. But because my back's hurting, I've not noticed that yeah. broken ankle. Well, maybe when your back's better, you'll realise just how much of a massive poo you need. But. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, there's always something that's at the forefront. Mm -hmm. And you think, well, if it hadn't been for that, I would have had a great run. But no, if it hadn't been for that, something else would have been at the front of the queue going, what about me? Like, so it could have been tired legs or lungs. And I got home and I was proper hay feverish for a good sort of 20 minutes after. I I Um, actually pointed you at the the inhaler because the wheezing... From the chest was was very very loud. Yeah, and um, um, so, I was sneezing a lot. My yeah. my whole face was tingling. The mm. back of my throat was going. Um, but I think it's the tree pollen at the moment is is quite yeah. rife. Mine is definitely bad. I've I've got a permanently irritated throat. Yeah. At the moment, um, so which is a bit annoying. But it's the classic April thing because whenever I've been okay on the two occasions I've been. <laughs> I've been um, waiting to do a London Marathon. I've 
been in that kind of paranoid state that you get into and I've had the same permanently irritated throat yeah thinking am I getting cold sort of thing so no I know yeah. it's normal for me but it's just a bit or at normal. the moment am I getting a deadly Ex- virus <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. It isn't yeah, that is not great um Good, so we've had some nice comments from users. Um, JCB thought he'd imagined number 60, and that, for some reason, made me go and look up what an imaginary number is. Would you like to know that? Do tell us, Katie. An imaginary number is a complex number that can be written as a real number multiplied by the imaginary unit i, which is defined by its property i squared equals minus 1. Which is really weird, isn't it? Um, I've... No, I remember doing complex numbers in school. <laughs> but it is weird, though, isn't it? Like, it, as it, a concept, it's a weird concept that yeah, anything's like, squared. Why would anyone want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <That's> square... <laughs> anyway, moving on. The square of an imaginary number is bi is minus b squared. Yeah, so you take the i is the, the unit yes. of, of imaginariness. For example, 5i is an imaginary number and its square is minus 25. Yes. Zero is considered... Wait now. I didn't know Careful. this. I didn't know this. Because this is mind-blowing. Zero is considered to be both real and imaginary. Yeah. Real and imaginary. There's something weird with zero. Yeah. Anyway, we're on number 61 today. Yeah. So there we go. And you haven't imagined that. You didn't imagine number 60. It was real. You had some love for the ukulele? I know. I think you're all being incredibly kind because I really did just strum it a few times. I have now actually learnt to sing along to You Are My Sunshine. I won't be performing that today. Um, But I might build up my confidence and maybe record myself doing it. Maybe. i got to say, yesterday you, you played that and you sang it to me as well um, and, and it made my tummy go all funny and, and not in a bad way in a nice way <laughs> did you nearly vomit no I, I didn't okay. need to self-isolate my butt cheeks either um, no it was lovely proper lovely oh yeah. good well I'll, I'll think about that one um, also lots of love for our streaking contribution from Alco 51161 511.61. I've forgotten already how, how he breaks it down, but yeah. yeah. So Vancouver Jogger liked that one and lots of people also liked it. Um, and Sam Jels pointed us at the chirpy, flipping, not really flipping, person who decides to learn the ukulele. And yeah, some of the time I'm chirpy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it must be really annoying having someone going, oh, I'm just learning something new. But there we go. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I've ordered a book on search engine optimization. Good. And you're going to let me read that, aren't you? Yeah. Well, let's let's get hold of it first and, and see if you like the look of, of it and whether it's sort of written in the sort of way that yeah. you're going to get. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know what sort of tech talk there's going to be in it. Um, but hopefully it's something that you can take a look at and look at the fetch pages and go, oh, you could do that to improve that um, and just get us in in the eyesight of more people who are yet to be fetchies. Yeah. So... Um, well, we are still trying to fetch everyone, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I've got a short list of people who I'm, I'm not trying to fetch. Okay. Um, Let's not go into those people. No. We'll leave those for now. Um, Swittle posted a ukulele orchestra which is fabulous and I will put a link to that in the the header or the sidebar I love the fact that Autumn Leaves is is catching up on the podcast and is still in the simpler times of the beginning of March Yeah, if you play the podcasts backwards starting with the most recent one and work your way back then things just get better and better and there's also like a message from the devil if you actually play it backwards (laughs) He says, don't use other websites that put all their best content behind a paywall. Use Fetch. Mm. He also says, making yourself look small doesn't mean that you are small. You're still the same size and back off. Yeah. But I've let that go completely (laughs) at this point. Anyway, so some site features. So hide and seek. (laughs) Oh, I hope you heard that, Fetchies. Stephen's bored already by me talking about my site features. 
Um, but hide and seek, I've made some progress with that this week. So you can now register for it and start collecting your squares in which you can hide. So look for the hide and seek thread. Perhaps we'll try and get a link to that in the show notes this week. Um, but look for the hide and seek thread anyway. I'm sure you're capable of doing that. Um, so you can build up a list of all the squares where you can hide just by running in as many squares as you can over the course of the month. And then before the end of the month, you pick one in which you will hide. And then the following month, so May the 1st, I'll be the first seeker. And it's my job to try and find everybody. And I do that by running around the squares. And when I've found someone, that person becomes a seeker as well. And when they find some more people, they all become seekers until eventually there's only one person left who hasn't been found. And that person is the seeker for the next version of the game the following month. Um, and the hide and seek thread has also been pretty cool because people have been giving me lots of suggestions for rather than just having a boring feed that said, fetch everyone found KTB. KTB found Sarah Wu. Sarah Wu found, rather than just sort of a monotonous thing like that, people have been coming up with interesting ones. So go and have a look, little look through that thread. If you've got any more suggestions, then um, do shout. Um, got anything to say about that? No, I'm just one? looking for it so that I can make sure there's a link in the thing. Lovely jubbly. Um, Fetch Miles, they seem to have uh, been doing a few bits this week. We've got over 1,200 miles now, so um, people are enjoying creating those and snipping a few seconds off their times here, there and everywhere. Um, there are leaderboards for collecting other people's miles, and it's just a bit of fun while there are no events to do. Um, and also, we had a lot of Fetch Fan blogs as well, so we did this... Uh, fetch five uh, virtual five mile race last week and mm -hmm. um, lots of people signed up quite a few people wrote blogs as well um, and I'm just about to pick mm. a winner the Ooh. excitement and the post has just arrived and the post has just arrived so if you're playing <laughs> the daily post race thread it's 1 48 p.m yeah we're never going to win the, the daily post race are we no. We well, always get asked quite late. Diogenes won it today. He got his at 10 something. Right, so I've just had a look through all the blogs that featured the word fetch fam. That was the condition. You had to run five miles and then you had to write a blog explaining how you were going to refuse to allow COVID-19 to uh, just mess with you. And the person with the most comments wins a fetch mug. So I've just had a little look through the list and there's one blog here that had, let me just check, 20 comments, which is the next nearest competitor had 14 comments. So by a clear country mile, by two metres of social distancing, <laughs> um, the very simply titled hashtag fetch fam, it's run a bean. So you win a mug, beanie. Excellent. If you're listening, so as soon as all this madness is over and I'm allowed to get to the post office, I will get that on the way to the Jedi Temple for you. Mm, um, that is marvellous. It's actually made me a bit sun creamy. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done, lovely. So moving on to our highlights, I had um, a blog um, suggested to me to, to raise on the podcast by the lovely Sarah Wu. And it was actually, she actually mentioned it to me by F-mail at least a week ago if not lot longer um and i totally forgot about it um anyway it is a blog by bvo who is um doing a 5k every day for a year and he is up to 96 and um so i had a look at this and i thought wow that's quite an, an amazing thing to attempt and i went back and looked at the first blog that he did in 2019 on this subject and it starts by saying, £225 fat boy who wants to challenge himself to do something he doesn't believe he can do. Um, which I suppose in, in lots of ways, we all challenge ourselves to do something that we're not really sure or not really convinced that we'll be able to manage it. But I just thought that was really just a, a really cool statement to make. Um, and he is, as I say, now on day 96. So I think it'd be really nice if we could um, 
comment on his blogs and just give him a little bit because it must be feeling he must be finding it quite tough now and I do believe in the latest sort of sort of last few he's been feeling quite um, tired um, so he doesn't have to run every day but he's supposed to do 5km every day if he does a 10k then he's allowed a rest day the day after he is going to allow two 5k walks in the week um, if he needs the rest so there are sort of a few kind of um opt-outs but still even going out for a walk of that distance when you're not going to when you've run it the day before that's still reasonably um hardcore so well done to him and um yeah go and check out his blog really interesting one and give him some encouragement because i think 96 in and it must be starting to feel it a bit yeah that big hundred coming up in a couple of days mm. that'd be good cool and um i wanted to highlight a thread as well or well, actually two threads the first one is just a bit of silliness, really, and it started by Barefoot M, and it's called What If, and just go and have a look. It's just, um, and as an example, what if this isn't the way to Amarillo, for example? That would be one post from, from the thread. But um, I saw one um, from How Far, which was, what if Simon Le Bon wasn't even peckish? which I quite like. It took me a few minutes to go, oh, yeah. The best ones are when, when you sort of work work out what it was that they're actually referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, what if Meatloaf would do that for love? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, also Treasure Hunters. There's a new list out for April, so just giving a little shout-out to the Fetch Treasure Hunters. So that's from Chrissity. And there's also an indoor list as well floating around somewhere. Um, we should really try and get that into the sidebar. But if, so if you're stuck indoors, there is a list for indoor hunting. Um, but it's a, a very sort of abstract list from, from Christy this, this month. So it'll get you thinking. Mm. There are some interesting ones on there. So different stuff to look out for whilst you're running. So go and check out that thread. Yes, I really liked his list, actually. I was just quickly having a look to see if I could I could see it, but I haven't got it. So here's, um, we've, we've dug out uh, Cressity's indoor lists. There are even two indoor lists, one for adults and one for kids. Um, so the, uh, the pictures or things that you need to find if you're an adult are a shower, a crack, leave that up to the imagination, your favourite medal, a childhood memory, a mug with a story, a spider, so you can actually sort of have a little safari in your own house, uh, five objects that you will declutter but wouldn't have if I hadn't made you, something you have cleaned before and after, something that you've spent at least 10 minutes looking for. <laughs> so that's really tricky because what happens if you find it after nine minutes, you're going to have to start again and think of something else. <laughs> And your favourite piece of art, obviously within the confines of your home. So, and, and there's a children's list, something precious to you, a happy memory, an embarrassing photo of a member of your family, a mess you made, five things, each a different shade of blue, a pet or other creature, fancy dress, your hero, I made this, or something older than your parents. Oh, so good. lots of scope there. And if you're still running outdoors, there's a whole list of things. So come and yeah. find the thread and find those things and share your experience finding them. Awesome. Yeah, still loving that. Still finding that absolutely fantastic, the uh, treasure hunt. Okay, we've actually got quite a few featured fetchies now, haven't we? Yes, um, we, have. we We are actually in the featured fetchies this week with our um, our little gang of gin tasters. So Wine Legs had actually made the gin and she delivered the gin to us whilst also doing her um, allowed daily uh, exercise. And then we all got together on, um, I think it was Facebook video or WhatsApp video. Yeah. And we spent a couple of hours drinking the gin and then we thought it would be a good idea to do a piece for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so here it is. I just press record. I've just pressed record, yeah. <laughs> so now, look at this. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all got really quiet now. 
See you, James. James is gone. That's no good. I mean, Binks. Binks is gone. I don't know. I'll review the, the footage later. I'll review it earlier. <laughs> review it yesterday. Is this, is this the one with the LSD in it or uh, or what? Explain. I don't know. Just coriander. Well, for the recording. Okay, right. So, hello, fetchies. Hello. Um, we are... Hello. <laughs> the delay works really well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. How are you today? So, we've been drinking gin. Um, and when I say we... We have. I'm joined here by Katie. I'm here. Yes. And Elsie, too. Hello. <laughs> and Wine Legs. <laughs> and Nightjar. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and Silver Shadow. Hiya. Uh... So the, <laughs> there's a tiny bit, tiny. <laughs> there's a tiny bit of a delay, I think, on the like mm. the, the sound or something. So um, Wine Legs has delivered us some lockdown sort of speakeasy gin varieties. And we've been tasting them uh, quite consistently for the last hour and a half, I think. Um, so, yeah. Can I just also say, though, that um, Wine Legs uh, did deliver these gins to us, but she did it whilst doing her prescribed one-a-day exercise, as well as fitting in some shopping for essential gluten-free products. You can say that. You've just said that. I've just said it. I can't yes. say it. I did say it. It was a big It was oh. what? Oh, yes. And Binks did yours. That's right. Ah, yeah. Elsie, you were going to say something. Yeah, Binks delivered mine on his one run of the day. Ah. Oh, yeah. Boris Johnson would be very proud of us. So can so yeah that what I was going to say was if I can get it out which was your favorite gin Elsie 2 uh the gingerbread okay and silver shadow yeah it was the gingerbread number 5 and nightjar favorite yeah i think we're all going to go that way aren't we maybe and wine legs i'm definitely a fan of the gin gin gingerbread and binks can't because he's drinking beer um, I like What's the, your name? <laughs> I like the cinnamon one initially, and then the gingerbread one arrived, and I was like... Which yeah. was the cinnamon one? That was number three. Oh, I like number two. Which was number two, Wine Legs? Citrus Explosion. Citrus Explosion. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, to everybody who's out there on lockdown, um, we're raising a glass to you now. So yes. this is our equivalent of the 8pm clap. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. But you can't cheers. see a doctor for these days because they're all busy. <laughs> but cheers. cheers. Wherever you are. Cheers. And how's your head now, Katie? Is it better? Actually, my head was fine. So obviously, uh, a, a, you know, very good um, quality gin there. Yes, high quality indeed. High quality and very lovely. And uh, my favourite one was the citrus burst as I said in the in, in the piece um, and I actually had an, another one of those the next evening and um, really enjoyed it again so thank you very much wine legs we really enjoyed it and we had a, it was just really nice to sit and chat and see each other and there is a bit of a delay as you probably heard on the recording so sometimes it would be a little bit kind of tricky and I'm sure everyone out there is experiencing that kind of thing um, but let us know what you're doing over over video. I know there's some... <laughs> well, yeah, within reason. You see, I hadn't even thought of that. That is my innocent brain. And Ian's eyebrows just immediately went up. Badoing. Um So I was thinking about things like quizzes yeah. and Scrabble, wholesome activities. Um, and that's the sort of thing that we want to know about. The rest of it, you can keep to yourself. And here's Beer for M. And just to rewind a little bit, she actually did some audio during her Fetch 5. So uh, unfortunately, it's not going to be enough to win, 
but it'll still be nice to hear about what you got got up to. Hi Fetchies, this is Beth at M. Um, it's the 31st of March and I have uh, given myself a kick up the bum this morning and gone for a run to do uh, the Fetch 5. I can't remember the last time I ran five or more miles because I just haven't had the um, motivation to do it. Uh, and when I listened to the podcast last week and Fetch mentioned it, I thought, yeah, I'm going to do that. And here we are over a week later and I still hadn't. So I got up this morning, laced up and I've come out into the forest. I've got incredibly lost. <laughs> it's going to be a bit more than five miles, I think. I'm about 3.15 in at the moment. Um, I'm in a part of the forest I've never been to before. It's a gloriously sunny day. Um, I'm next to a, a lovely babbling brook. I don't know if you can hear that on the recording. Um, there are birds tweeting overhead and I think I'm surrounded by wild garlic. Kind of smells like it. it smells amazing, though I like garlic. Um, and I'm just feeling really, really um, grateful that I live somewhere like this. Um, really grateful that at the moment we can still get out and run. Um, and I'm hoping that today is going to be the first day that I start feeling like I'm coming out of the slump that I've been in during this horrible, horrible crisis. Um, because it has, it has been uh, a rough couple of weeks while I've been getting used to a new way of working, everyone being at home, um, all the restrictions. I felt quite guilty going out for a run at times. Um, and there have been uh, periods of two or three days where I haven't left the house at all, which I know is the right thing to do, but also I should be exercising every day and I'm not, and I know it makes me feel better. So thank you very much, Fetch, for your Fetch 5. It has got me out of the house today, into the sunshine, among the birds and next to the brook, and I feel wonderful. So I'm going to head home now. Uh, write my blog, upload my sunny photos um, and, uh, and enjoy the rest of my day. So thanks very much. See you all soon. Bye. That was fantastic. And for those of you who might have been worried about her being lost in the forest, I've just gone to check her blog, her, sorry, her training log. And I'm pleased to confirm that the, the trace for that day starts and ends in the same place. So wherever she started, she got back to, and uh, it was just lovely to hear the the sounds of nature. Yeah, it was really nice. I liked it, hearing about the uh, wild garlic, and um, it also made me think, well, that's good. She's got a good sense of smell about her at the moment, so she must be well. Yeah. Which I wonder if it's going to become a thing that we all think about more now that we know that that's a a definite symptom. But yeah, that's just the thing that went over through my mind. Yeah. But it sounded lovely and she sounded so happy, didn't she? Thank you very much, Em, for that. That was a really nice piece. And um, it's made me want to go and check out your blog now. So I must yeah. make a note to do that. It also looks like the, the next uh, five days you've filled those with lots of different activities. So hopefully, yeah, it has given you a little bit of an incentive to to get back on it. We all need to get out there. So no one should feel guilty about taking that time out of each day to go and do the things that you need. Um, yeah. So yeah, go you. Yes. Excellent. Excellent work. And we're moving on now to Northern Slow Coach, who's yeah. also done us a piece. Yeah, this one came in over the weekend, so I haven't listened to this one yet. Ooh. So I don't know Mystery. what coach he's going to talk about. But anyway, here she is. Hello Fetchies, this is Northern Slow Coach. It's Saturday morning, the sun is shining and I'm a little bit breathless because I've made it to the top of my hill. Well, not quite the top for the first time in a long time. It's all very strange at the minute with people working from home, only key workers going to work, people struggling to get everything done, feed their families and not get poorly. But today up here, I feel like I can forget it for a little while. Just looking across the valley, listening to the birds and feeling out of breath and slightly unfit. Thank you to the 700 thread for making sure that I'm all right and getting out here. It all feels very strange actually still going to work and feeling like normal until you see the staff all wearing masks and gloves and pinnies, the patients who are really scared that they're still coming for treatment. 
even when everything else is going on. So it's nice just to get up here and relax and be in the moment. I'll put some pictures on the gallery and you can imagine where I am and hopefully one day a few of you will get to come and run up here with me because that would be rather nice. And when we can go back to having fetchy hugs and fetchy meetups, the world will be a much better place again. Stay safe, fetchies, stay healthy and stay at home. Thank you so much, um, not just for your contribution, but also for your work that you're doing at the moment. We massively appreciate that. So thank you very much indeed. That sounded lovely, didn't it? You could, again, you could hear the the sounds of nature and just the sense of peace in her voice and yeah it just sounded wonderful yeah i'm just I, once again i'm look, just gone for a little look at the the trace gps yeah. trace yeah uh, and you can see the the bit where she's she's climbed up and, and just sort of spent a bit more time there than on the the whole rest of it and just even from looking at a map it looks like a lovely lovely area um, and the photos that uh, she's uploaded as well look pretty awesome so yeah. Yeah. Love your accent as well. Really cool. Thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to the huggings again, aren't we? Yeah. The huggings of everybody that we, we love and care about. And uh, yeah, bring it on, please. Yes, ASAP. And there's one more contribution uh, from Sarah Wu. Um, and she'd like me to point out that... Um, this contribution is slightly out of date because she recorded it um, looks, looks like about two weeks ago now um, and she's talking about the um, some of the restrictions that have been put on people because of social distancing and how she's, she's had to deal with that um, but she's pointed out that since that point she's been uh, sort of got over it if you like and, and wants to make that clear so Anyway, let's have a little listen. Hi Fetches, this is Sarah Wu. I'm sitting on the wall of a lock by the Oxford Canal, halfway through my run. It's um, about five o'clock in the evening and it really is beautiful. Just a slight chill in the air now, but it's perfect for running. I heard today that the Canal and River Trust didn't want people using the towpath because of the risk it caused for people living on boats that are moored against the towpath. I think that really wound me up actually and I think it's totally ridiculous but there's nothing here to tell me not to use it and of course there's no government edict so I'm going to use it anyway and of course I will be tolerant and considerate to the people living on houseboats. Anyway I really enjoyed my little run so far and I've got Georgie the dog with me and we're going to run now back to my mum's um, where he lives um, and I'll then go home and do whatever I've got to do this evening but Katie asked a question about how we were coping with the current situation I've done three days now of working from home well actually four because last Thursday was one too and it's a bit tricky getting to the new no getting used to the new normal, but there are positives. I don't have to get up at 5.45 in the morning and drive for an hour. And I don't have an hour to drive home either. If this was a normal working day in the office, I would be about 40 minutes away from home at the moment. So that is a real bonus. And... I can go for a little walk at lunchtime round the beautiful village where I live and I get to see my husband more often because he's working at home too and I can do things like put a load of washing on or hang a load of washing out. It doesn't have to wait till the evenings when it's dark and I can't put the washing out. So I'm finding the positives. I am finding it a bit difficult too because I miss my colleagues. I miss the atmosphere of the office because we all have a, we all enjoy what we do and we, and the office is generally quite a fun place. So that's a shame, but generally we're not doing too badly. 
I'm quite anxious about my daughter who's 24 weeks pregnant um, but I'm sure she'll be fine she's being sensible and she's young and healthy I'm slightly anxious about my mum but she's a tough old boot and as fit as a fiddle really and she too is being sensible much more sensible than I thought she would be actually um, and it's that and I'm quite enjoying going for a walk at lunchtime, picking up whatever she needs from the village shop and taking it to her, leaving it on the steps and coming back home again, especially when the weather's as nice as it is. Anyway, I'm rambling on and I must get on with my run. Thanks for listening, Fetches. See you again soon. Thank you, Sarah. I think that really sums up a lot of the things that we're all trying to get used to, actually, at the moment. And... Um, for some people, it's working at home and the positives and negatives that come from that. And for some people, it's looking after their vulnerable relatives a bit more and, and worrying about their vulnerable relatives a little bit more. I've certainly, um, I'm spending time helping my mum, looking after my mum and, and, um, and because she is now at 12 weeks at, at home, basically. So she's reliant on us and, um, I think we're all just trying to get used to it. And it is interesting how, the new rules that come into place that maybe to begin with we think oh that's a bit why are they doing that you know suddenly more and more we're seeing that they make sense and we're understanding that they make sense and as the you know the horrible figures rise that we're getting used to seeing day on day it makes more sense that these things are being done things are being closed um and we're just getting used to it aren't we yeah i mean we've all had to work through different frustrations with yeah. it, whether it's not being able to work or not being able to see the people that you you love or yeah. not being able to go to the places that you like going um even if you feel as though you're you're the person who's who's not going to cause an issue when you're there it's yeah it's more about everybody taking a small share of that responsibility isn't it so yeah, um absolutely. i mean just in case i didn't say this clearly enough beforehand Sarah wanted to point out that she's she's got over that now. So just like the rest of us, we're all yeah. getting used to it, and she is following the rules. So yeah, um, yeah, no one, no one to be to be mad at her for, for yes. saying that in the first place. But no. yeah, no, absolutely. Well, my dog is um, whining to go out, so uh, I'll just tell her to not do that. Um, I gave her a uh, a fringe trim and an eye clean yesterday because she's a Yorkshire Terrier. She gets um, manky eyes and uh, I have to use cotton wool and um, cooled boiled water to just gently um, clean them. And um, You've got to post a few of those pictures. I will post yeah. a picture of her post for Instagram. Unfortunately, um, she looks terrible, but fortunately she does not care. She um, didn't look that bad. She looked like when you'd first done it and all the hair was sort of sticking out, she looked like... Like someone had made a, a a lion costume for the Wizard of Oz, and done it on the cheap. Yes, <laughs> but you know she's settled into it now, and yeah. I think Stephen's wandering around quite nervously, wondering whether or not he's going to end up on the on the cutting room. Yes, in on the, uh, yeah. So so things that you you've done that you wouldn't normally do. Uh, I've cut Ian's hair. I've now cut my own dog's hair, um, and. What else? What else have you done? What have you done that you wouldn't normally do? Absolutely nothing. No, the rest of me is, is perfectly naturally normal. Yeah. Um, I did some hoovering. <laughs> well, you've been doing that. I've been trying to do a little bit of that together, haven't we? Yeah. Cleaning the house, I mean. Not hoovering. We don't hoover together. Yeah. Come on, dear. <laughs> to me, to you. <laughs> you push it forward. I'll pull it back. Oh, no, let's not go into that. <laughs> No, and you and you said to me. I did say that innocently, though. I yeah, genuinely I know, I, did. Yeah, but then you came up with this different interpretation, which has not even crossed my mind. Oh come on! I can assure you. Okay, uh, well, I've I've cut your hair and Harry's hair, and I've decided to grow my own fringe out on the basis of those those efforts. I'm not going to cut my own fringe. You can't be awake all the time. That's all I'll say to you. <laughs> Um, so I've decided that I'm just going to keep on doing my three little runs, uh, as long as I'm allow allowed to, and hopefully we will be able to keep going outside and running because I think that'll be a bit of a blow to a lot of us, won't it, if that gets taken away, the, the going outside thing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get to the point where I'm running more and taking fewer rests, 
Um, but I think I only had about four or maybe five little 30 second walks today. Yeah, you'll get there. And five more yogas for me is on my list. So I'd like to get to day 10 if possible. But day six is a bit of a doozy. In, in, in what sense? It's very kind of core heavy session. So I might have to not do the boat thing that she does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I just want to keep going. I want to get my, my three runs. I'm really enjoying this sort of one day on, one day off pattern and just getting the miles in. Mm-hmm. Feels like everything's going really well at the moment. I keep saying that. I keep touching the wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're locked in. There's not much else to do. Um, and I also thought... Um, it might be kind of interesting to do some kind of virtual tour of the Fetch office. So if we get enough positive comments, I might do a little video tour of the Fetch office. Awesome. We've just been joined, uh, quite coincidentally actually, by the team. Hello. And do you want to come and say something about what you've been up to this last week? What, what have you been up to this last week, Will? Um... Mostly just playing games and relaxing, but yeah. no work, definitely no work. Any? Are you any further forward with knowing where you're going to be in the... In October. In October. Uh, no, not yet. No, okay. Yeah. How do you feel about the idea of it being an online start? I don't know, not great. Um, you know, obviously it's not the same. You but want that experience. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's not going to be a like a freshers week if that happens. No. So it's, it's not it's not the same, but we have to do what we have to do, I guess. Yeah. Well, we've got lots of time to talk about it and yeah. discuss it and keep going. And the last thing I wanted to say today, me personally, apart from when I say goodbye, I wanted to say happy birthday, Silver, Silver Shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Um, and this may be one of those things that um, we look back on and go, I had my birthday when I was in... Lockdown. Lockdown. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that for people who have got their birthdays at the moment, it must be feeling a little bit kind of mm, bit yeah. sad. So yeah. um, we're so sending we... you lots and lots of love, Silver Shadow. And if there's anyone else out there whose birthday it is today, I think it's the T-Boy's birthday today. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's so, us, isn't it, really? Right, yeah. so send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcasts with your comments, your questions, your suggestions, and whatever else you want to do, say, think, feel, matron. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.